What's going on, Wolves? It's Lotus Aloba here, and this is another episode of Matcha Moments for the Creative Mind on Lobaland, the podcast. And I am your host, a mystic practitioner based out of New York City in LA. And my whole entire purpose is to help you experience more joy so that you can fully express your purpose and passion to the world with ease and efficiency. And I have found on my own personal journey that matcha has done exactly that for me. So you're getting a nice little dose of matcha facts and history and insight. And then we go over a three-step shift to help you align with whatever the topic is this week. And um, before I get into matcha, because we all know that matcha's life, I do want to just give you guys some quick updates So the last week of every month, there will not be a new episode on the podcast. And that's simply because I have decided to instill a maintenance week. And that is just a week just for me to get things in order and prepare for the month ahead. I find that when I am consistently trying to get things done um, for the entire 30 days of a month, I get a lot closer to burnout than I would like to be. So that one week is a bit of a buffer. So the way that you can enjoy that week off is by diving into the podcast more, sharing it with your friends, maybe re-listening to an episode that really touched you. There's over 50 episodes of this um, topic specifically on the podcast now. But on my Facebook, I have like another 50 of matcha moments prior to me getting a podcast. So there's tons of stuff out there. Um, Also, if you want to have more access to those things, um, more of my insights and teachings, feel free to join the email list. I'm going to put it in the description below um, so that you can be a part of it. And when I send out new shit, you'll get it first. So that's pretty cool. Uh, But yeah, today's topic is less is more. And then I'll be talking about the law of least effort because it is my favorite spiritual law. And they both coincide. I am on this journey and I'm realizing that the deeper I go the less more that I need in like physical things in um emotional things and mental things like I'm always just seeing like how can I create more space and honestly this was triggered by my experience with matcha and the fact that I only need a little bit I need half a teaspoon I don't know if you've ever like really witnessed half a teaspoon of something but it is so small in comparison to so many things in the world and I would just be fascinated by like that small amount of green powder put it in my cup add my water add my milk add a little bit of cinnamon or whatever latte recipe I was making and then I would have this cup of just like superfood goodness and I knew that I was nourishing my mind I was nourishing my body I was nourishing my beauty all from just that small amount of powder it was it it's really even to this day it's so fascinating especially when you grow up in America and you grow up in like a supersized me nation where everything needs to be bigger and if it's not bigger then it's not better and you know when you think of the word small you think of like weak and you know not significant and you know here I was having this small amount of powder every day shift my entire life to the point that I have an entire podcast on it and now an edible beauty line that its base product is matcha so it was just 
something to really sit with. Like, wow, less really is more. The less that I consume, the less that I use, especially without intention, the more freedom I have, the more flexibility I can experience. And it just made me start to look at things a lot differently. I mean, not to mention that, again, matcha has like 15 times the amount of antioxidants as blueberries. So it definitely is a super freaking food. And, you know, it's hand-picked. It's grown in the shade, divine, destemmed, grounded into fine powder. And this is all a very intimate process. It's not this whole manufactured, like, factory where it gets on the assembly line and it is, like, woven into something new. It's like these are tea masters taking their time out of their day to simply honor a plant and utilize all of its amazing benefits and it's through the most simplest process. I think it's like five steps from it being a plant grown from the earth to it becoming matcha. And it just, again, gives you that notion like less is more. Look at what is created when we are able to to do a lot less. Um, so I wanted to share that with you because matcha really did open my mind to that understanding. And really made me more curious to seeing how I could add that mantra and that understanding into my life more. How could I apply it more? Uh, and I started to realize I, I'm on a journey of being more minimalistic um, in my diet, in my thought process, in the things that I own. Uh, it just was, it was a continuous journey over the years. And I want to shift from that understanding and go a little deeper by understanding what the law of least effort is. So I'm not sure if you read this book, but Deepak Chopra wrote a book called The Seven Spiritual Laws of Success. It is a book that has forever changed my life. I absolutely love it. Um, I do a mini master class on it every few months um, because I just think it's so fascinating how he was able to break down these seven spiritual laws and associate them not only with elements, but with colors, Um, with chakras, with days of the week and intention so that you can live a more easeful life Uh, because that is true success, is to be more easeful Uh, and to know that you can do so much with so little. So there are seven laws and I'll probably do an entire podcast on all seven. Uh, But for right now, we're going to focus on the law of least effort. And the law of least effort is associated with the day Wednesday, which I love because it's hump day. You know, it's like that that midweek where a lot of people um, may just feel like, damn, you know, like it's only half of the week is done. Or if you shifted your mindset to one of more positivity, you're just like, wow, half, I'm already through half of the week. That's incredible. So there's that. It's associated with the color orange, the sacral chakra, and the element of water. And the intention behind it is that when you do less, more is given to you. And that was a really powerful spiritual law for me to experience uh, being a recovering overachiever. Um, I speak about this a lot. I'm actually on a virtual tour right now, and I've been speaking about the fact that I essentially, in the beginning of my life, was just doing way too much because that's what I was taught I needed to do, especially as a black woman, in order to be seen and heard and recognized. 
And as I've gotten older, I've realized that I don't really need to do much to be seen. I just need to be myself and honor my connection to my mind, my body, and my spirit and allow that to do all the talking for me. And the best way that I was able to start implementing that was through this law. So essentially Deepak says that you don't need to do so fucking much. You honestly just need to be able to show up and be willing to experience life for what it is. And it will unfold for you beautifully because everything is working in your divine favor. And it was a concept that I was like, uh, but still, right? I got to work harder, right? I got to go faster. I got to do more. You know, that hustle and grind mentality will wear you the fuck out. <laughs> it definitely will. And it was It has become my favorite spiritual law because it was the hardest one for me to practice because it required me to take a step back and to allow divinity, God, source, whoever you call on to, to lead me in my life. And when I started to do that, I started to realize how much more easier it was for me to get the results I desired. But even something more was like the results that I got were way beyond my wildest dreams. It they were things that I could not properly have created in my conscious mind, at least. And it was blowing my conscious mind away of just like, wait, what? I don't have to do so much? Like, this is crazy. And it's not the act of being lazy. Those are two different things. And I think that we just be- we've just become so triggered by, you know, like, I don't want to come off as lazy, right? It's just that outer projection of people are going to notice and and say that about me and dishonor like you know all the work that I've done and all the work that my family has done and I don't I have to be seen as hard working and we wear it as a, a title of honor so it's very uh strange when you have someone saying like yeah no I'm not a hard worker I just I work smarter because I work in alignment with the universe I want to consider myself a hard worker um and people just being like what I remember when I first told my boyfriend that and he was just like don't say that, babe. I'm just like, I'm really not a hard worker. I was. Oh my God, was I, right? I would I would stay up for 24 hours plus to get something completed. Blood, sweat, and tears. Put my health at risk. My mental health at risk. Just so that I could complete something. So that other people can recognize it and be like, good job. And then I was just like, ah, but that fucking sucks. Like, I don't want... <laughs> I don't necessarily care for the recognition of other people, especially if I had to like us like put my my body through so much to accomplish it. Like there has to be a better way to hit these accomplishments. And I found that through this law, it allowed me to do so. It allowed me to show up and attract and allow things into my life to be clear. You know, I think we really underestimate the power of clarity. And that's the beautiful thing about the less is more and the law least effort is because when you're doing less, you are able to have a better vision and see what is in front of you and then decide what is that you want. And think of it like um, a crowded closet, right? Let's say your closet is packed to the brim. You have no idea what's in there other than your things, right? You don't know if you have jackets, pants, suits, whatever. Your, your closet is full. 
But if you start to remove those things intentionally and get rid of the things that are no longer serving you, you start to realize that, oh, I can see that there's this, this favorite dress of mine that I don't wear enough and it brings me so much joy. Or, wow, this is a really cool t-shirt. And I really don't wear it enough. And you start to witness the fact that all these great things are happening in your life. I just want to pause for a moment because Harlem is outside and I want to give it a moment to be. Shout out quarantine. I also hope you guys are doing well during quarantine. Let me know if you guys are doing well. Okay, we're back. So, you know, you start emptying out your closet and you start realizing like, oh, wow. And then you realize, oh, I have all this space where I can actually put things in that I do care about and I do want to wear and that does spark joy for me. And it just, it gives you a whole different experience because now every time you go to that closet, what's in there are things that are going to make you feel so incredibly good. And you know, if you feel good you look good. And if you look good, you do good. And all of that is just going to elevate the collective consciousness uh, in the best way possible. So I use that metaphor because I think it just is more visually suiting. But I was able to do that mentally. And in me doing that mentally, I was able to gain, um, for lack of better words, control over my mental illness diagnoses. And really be able to live with them and start to heal them by being in this harmony of like creating all this space by doing less right and in me doing less I was experiencing so much more more than I could have ever dreamed of and the same thing happened for me physically I started shifting my diet a few years ago um, and that was mainly for health benefits because of my diagnosis with lupus and RA So I, you know, at this moment now, I'm completely plant-based and it is incredible. I probably have the same meals in a rotation of two weeks, but I love everything that I create. I know that it's super delicious every time that I make it and it's very easeful for me to do. I'm not, you know, freaking out, wondering like, what new thing do I have to create? And having to go through that type of stress, um, I know what my body needs to function properly and then I make sure that it's flavorful so that I can actually enjoy what I'm eating. And it is usually the same thing every day. And people would think that it's monotonous or boring, but really it's just like, it's tried and true. I know that when I get to the end of my day, not only will I be full and satisfied, but I'll also have energy. And I know that I am nourishing every part of my body with intention. So I've done that on a physical level and on a spiritual level, I've just removed a lot of the labels and requirements that were placed on me from any ideology, right? From experiencing Christianity, Buddhism, and Buddhism really speaks a lot on, less is more too. But for me, it was at one point, I was just learning all about these different religions and wanting to know like which one was I going to be in and things like that. And ultimately cultivating the unique spirituality that I have now. And it's really simple every morning, you know, I say my thank yous, I set an intention, I pray, move my body, and really figure out how I can continuously surrender to joy in my life. And it's not a complex thing. Uh, It's not this 
four hour journey. Sometimes it is, but even when it is, it's very easeful. It's not me trying to make it complex because if I tell people, yeah, I've been meditating and praying for six hours and then I'm not looking for that outward um, acknowledgement, though when it's given, it's deeply appreciated. It's more of like, I just want my life to be as easy as possible and I want to have as much space in it so that I can experience the joy uh, that is all around me. And I was having a hard time doing that when all of my mind and my spirit was just crowded with all these different rules and regulations on how to be divine, right? Um, and my finance is the same thing. I just, I got as simple as I could possibly get in everything. And in me doing so, I was able to attract more clarity on what I want and be able to really walk in my purpose and not feel overwhelmed by it. Um, I was able to attract more loving relationships and then also be able to release the ones that were no longer serving me without experiencing immense heartbreak. And I was able to attract abundance where, you know, my bank account is overflowing. I'm I'm being expansive. Money is coming to me every day and it feels really great to be here and know that I did not have to bust my ass and experience all this pain and turmoil to get there. So I wanted to use um, the CPR method to help you start practicing that less is more mindset uh, because I think it's something worth practicing. So if you guys don't know, this is your first episode. Welcome. The CPR method was created by me, oh my God, probably in like 2010, 2011. Yeah, a long time ago. Wow. Uh, and it was to help me get out of my depression. And then it just kind of like was a way of life. It was a great morning ritual for me. It became my night ritual. And now it's just how I choose to live my day. And it just kind of is woven throughout there, throughout every moment. And it is to create, to connect. I believe that creation is that way to connect back to divine source, spirit, God, whoever you call on to. Uh, and then it's praise on purpose. And praise for me is gratitude infused with joy and that's what strengthens that connection to source and then the final thing is to recover to resonate and that's just moving your body in an intentional way to uh, solidify that strengthened connection that you've just received from creating and praising so let's get into CPR for less is more first I want you to create a proper understanding Definitely see if you can go out and get that book, or you can probably Google it. I think Deepak has an entire website based on the seven spiritual laws of success, and if he does, I will add that to the description box to make it an easier thing for you to experience. Um, But essentially, just learn more about less is more. Learn more about minimalism when you can. Start to see that it is truly a way of life that will give you everything that you want and that you need, but more importantly, give you even more desire um, and joy and experience than you could have possibly dreamed of. So that's the first thing. Create a better understanding of what it is. Get super clear about what it is because in that clarity will come the steps you need to take to have the experience. The second thing I want you to do is praise for purpose and Understand that joy guides you to more joy, and the best way you can be guided is through documentation. Take a challenge. Maybe do a seven-day 
or our 30-day challenge where you write down all the things that came to you with ease each day. It may be one thing, it may be several things each day, but documenting it and then being able to look back at it and like, wow, that thing just came to me. That's so crazy. Or like, wow, I was thinking about it and then it just appeared. And that written documentation helps you to retrain your conscious mind to understand like, oh, we don't have to do so much to receive so much because we just get ourselves into alignment and then the universe source god whoever you believe in provides and it's a really beautiful experience so i encourage you to praise for purpose by just documenting documenting those things to be grateful for because those things to be grateful for usually come to you with ease as you're shifting into a new uh higher frequency and then the last thing i want you to do is to recover through simple and joyful movement. Take a take 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 a time out every day to dance to your favorite song. One song can maybe be up to six minutes, and most songs these days aren't. And just for those two to six minutes, just move your body, feel how it sways, feel how it twerks it out, whatever it may be. Feel yourself from your head to the toe. Resonate with your body. Understand that it can do so much for you. Um, just by you doing a little bit of movement to wake it up a bit. And that can also be through yoga. It could be through working out. Just do something that you know is going to invoke and inspire joy in your life. And in doing those three things, uh, creating proper understanding, uh, creating proper understanding, praising for purpose of documentation, and recovering through simple and joyful movement, you will really be laying some fantastic groundwork to experience more joy in your life with more ease and efficiency so you get it faster without wasting all of your energy on the process you can really just enjoy the journey and what it is and it's it's truly remarkable um this week's matcha mantra is super simple i want to make it as easy as possible and it is i am enough as is I am enough as is. And when you start to strip away all these expectations and perspectives of yourself and that people have had for you in your life, you start to realize like, wow, just me as I am is enough. That's it. Just me being here, just me breathing is enough. It's enough for me to feel loved. It's enough for me to feel worthy. It's enough for me to create impact. It's enough for me to change the world for the better. Just by being who I am in this exact moment. And it also gives you this sense of unwavering knowingness. And when someone tries to tell you that you aren't enough, or that you can never be enough, or that you have to take from them in order to be seen and to be heard and to be acknowledged, you can know in your heart that, no, just as I am is enough. And it's unfortunate that, you know, you feel that way or that that experience is happening for you. But I know for myself that I am enough, as is. And if I choose to do nothing else in this life, I am worthy of all the glory and joy that it has to offer simply because I am enough, as is. 
So I hope that that message really resonated with you today. And I want you to come and join me every Monday on YouTube, except for that last week. Remember, I'll remind you. I'll remind you. But come join me every Monday at 6 p.m. on YouTube. I go live. We put on uh, your favorite face mask and we talk all things beauty magic and it's super exciting and the community is growing and you should definitely be a part of it. And you, of course, can check out my virtual tour. Uh, My next stop is this Wednesday. I will be hosting a group guided meditation called Baby Girl and Me. And I will be guiding a group of women uh, to reconnect to their inner child and begin to strengthen that connection so that they can experience more joy and happiness in their life. Especially if you've had any trauma around motherhood, whether that's in you being a mother or you having a mother. Um, I encourage you to bring your mom if you can, uh, bring your friends if you can. It's gonna be a very beautiful experience. We'll do some sound healing, meditating, journal work, and then I'll be doing a card pool for the full moon in Scorpio, being that it's the only full moon this year. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta do it up. And then that's May 6th, Wednesday, and then May 7th would be my next stop after that, and I will be doing an IG Live with Sky Brittany of De La Hippie Apothecary, and we will be talking about the Divine Feminine and answering questions, so... All of that information is on my Instagram, and you will also be getting that in my weekly emails if you are a part of the email list. So make sure you check out that description box to get all of the resources that I mentioned today uh, in the podcast and to just be a part of Loba Land. You know, it's a space for freedom. It's a space for you to run wild and experience joy and to connect with other wolves who are ready to live that type of life too, and you deserve it. So I thank you for tuning in and listening. And I will see you soon, some way, shape, or form. Enjoy your week. Bye, Wolf.